Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Coffee podcast. My name is Lauren. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. Yay, we do. It's October! That's exciting. It is October, and like I said last week, I cannot believe we are now in October. It is this year, I don't know what this year is. It has just but October been... is the best month of the year. In my opinion. Is it because it is spooky season. Spooky season. We love a bit of spooky season. Mm-hmm. And I have been so excited to talk about all the things that we're going to talk about this month, which is going to be super fun. We've got a... We'll, we'll go into a little bit of detail then about how this is going to work this month. So... Yeah. We've got a lot of... I don't want to say festive treats because it is not festive at all. <laughs> but some no. Spooky style festive treats. For like you. a little bit, yeah, and like darker content, I guess. Yeah, we're going to be kind of a bit more general, I think, which... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's something for everyone this month, and I think it's going to be, it's going to be super fun to talk about, and I am looking forward to Halloween. Yes, I so Halloween is actually the day of the podcast, and that's going to be super fun. Yes. We're already excited for it. But (laughs) this week we are going to be talking about the things that were meant to happen and things didn't quite turn out that way. Yeah, and actually the things that were meant to happen are pretty dark stuff. Just a little bit. Like, it's actually... It gets tamer as we go down the list, I think. But... It, it it's pretty dark like death and destruction and psychological psychological so, damage you know yeah <laughs> standard stranger things really isn't it but yeah i mean yeah actually to be honest yeah just a standard episode <laughs> just a tagline of the show pretty yeah. much psychological damage perfect there it is <laughs> so obviously in the making of any show, there are going to be things that don't quite make the cut. That could be for various reasons. Mm-hmm. That could be purely, as some of the things we're going to talk about here, they are just simply too dark and didn't quite fit with how things were going to be later. Or they got a second season and so things had to change. <laughs> so let's start at the... Let's start on number one then. And I am always very interested in this one. The idea that in episode three of season two will was meant to kill bob in that car journey yes (laughs) the impact of this would have been horrific Mm. like the fallout of that whole situation would have just been awful Mm. like i can't even fathom how that would have impacted the characters but also i kind of want to see it yeah, I think they said that they changed it because I think it was more they needed Joyce to have a reason to act certain ways at the end. And I mean, obviously, I presume that she's going to still want the mind flare out of Will. But I think by having Bob stay alive until episode eight? It's the penultimate episode he dies, isn't it? Yeah, until episode eight. Um, 
it, yeah, it kind of gives more of a reason to... The thing with Joyce with that is that I think that it would have really changed her perspective of lots of different things hmm. because I don't think she would have blamed Will because one, she's Joyce and two, she knows that there is some kind of like possession going on. Hmm. But I just think that <sighs> Bob didn't actually die by the hands of Will or the Mind Flayer. You know, it was hmm. the Demogorgon that ultimately killed him Mm. so and i think her motive for lots of things is that she watched that happen yeah and obviously then she becomes a lot more desperate to try and not avenge him but her anger is so placed on getting the mind flare out and not letting her son go through that same thing yeah whereas if they'd found him and had seen that he had been killed, and then to know it was Will, like, the whole dynamic of that just would have changed, because, one, she wouldn't have seen it happen, and two, like, I think they would have realised the severity of the situation a lot sooner, because Mm. they don't realise that he's been possessed until, like, a couple of episodes after that, after he's on the school, like, football field and has the moment of possession. (laughs) That's the thing, that how would... How would Will go about the rest of his day? Like, would he, would he be aware, or would he be under full possession at that point? Is he just going to walk into the middle school and be like, "Oh, hi, Mike," knowing that he's fully? <laughs> hey, just, how's it going? Fully I just killed. Probably, I reckon because there would have had to have been a scene of possession, wouldn't there? Mm. Which we wouldn't have had before then. So it's like, when would he have been possessed? Would he have been possessed in the car? Mm. Would Bob have watched that happen? Yeah, that would have been weird. Because I think, would they have played the idea where he's kind of going in between the dimensions then? Would that have been the, yeah. the Mayan players kind of getting that way? So we actually never would have got the scene on the field. Yeah. But then would he, what would he have done after being in the car? Would he have just like ran off into the forest somewhere yeah. and then he would have been missing and then the school calls Joyce and are like, hi, Will never showed up to school today. Mm. What? Yeah. Do we do, what? Is he okay? Like, yeah, because I imagine that. I mean, I don't know the mind flayer personally, but I imagine <laughs> that he would want to switch immediately to kind of give that idea of. It was not only would it hide that he's done it, but it also kind of. It would make Will feel worse, and I think that is what the mind flayer would want. Like he does it, so like the mind flayer does it, and then he switches out. And yeah. becomes Will again, and then is just looking at Bob's corpse. Yeah, I, I feel oh, like, that would yeah. have been so harrowing. Oh, it would have been awful. I'm interested to know as well how they would actually show it. <laughs> like, what would Will do? Yeah, like, would he like eat him? Like, when I imagine it in my head, it's kind of like the way the Demogorgon killed him, but like, oh my god. Like he's gonna eat him. I didn't <laughs> like he gets so possessed, he eats I, it. That's that's how it's in my brain. But... I didn't even think of that possibility. I was going for like a simple strangle moment, but <laughs> simple. Oh well, I just thought about how the demogorgon killed him. Yeah, and that's what what was in my brain is that that's what would be the same. I mean, but maybe I've watched too many horror films in which possession is involved and I mean it would like if you think about like the exorcist and stuff Mm. it would certainly be dark enough that that was a reason why they had to change it Mm -hmm. 
it's quite funny when you watch actually Beyond Stranger Things though and, and then when they talk about what was going to happen and the difference in the facial expressions between Noah and Natalia with Noah looks like he's having the time of his life this is the most amazing thing he's ever heard and Natalia is just there like excuse me it's it's a, it's a good episode I, you should watch it but that would have been quite fun it is a good mm. it is a good show it's on Netflix so you can just go like check it out um, but it would have been quite fun for Noah to film, I think. Because mm. I think he had a lot to do in that season as well. And, yeah. yeah. And I think he even said himself... <laughs> the only season. Yeah, don't. I think he said as well that so much research went into it from, like, his end and that it was, like, a real stretch on what he had to do. So imagine yeah. adding on top of that the idea that you then had to... You're going to murder yeah. someone. <laughs> I mean, which, in fairness, he nearly did in the last episode. When, um... He's grabbed Joyce around the uh, neck. Yeah. But he just never ate them, I guess, from your mind. No, but, like, I just I just think about how the Demogorgon, but, like, yours probably makes more sense because we see how he acted when he was possessed and, yeah, he, like, goes to strangle Joyce. Mm. So that's probably more likely something that would have happened. But It's a more boring option, I don't know, though, I just it? had my in my brain that he's, like, yeah. driving and, well, Bob's driving and then suddenly Noah just, like, get him i don't know that was my brain but maybe i've just seen too many horror films and that is the most exciting version of that though i mean as, as, shocking, <laughs> as shocking as like just a strangle around the neck would be just if they're driving along and there's the back shot and you just see suddenly like would they actually show it or would it be a case of you kind of see it in mm, shadow then? would they like yeah or like the back of the car yeah. and then like the car like swerves mm. yeah and then you just see like will get out and like walk off into the forest and then it just zooms in on like dead bob oh. why are we making this so much worse than it needs to be like why i just got so excited that i like almost threw my glasses off <laughs> my face but like why are we <laughs> why are we just like making this horrible situation mm. I, I don't know. Well, it didn't happen. <laughs> so, what do we think? Do we think it was a change to keep or a change to make? No, I think it was a good change. Like, it would have been interested to see and it would have really, like, had such an impact and really changed a lot of dynamics. But I do think the way they did go about it was good. Like, I think that the Will's possession was very well... <sighs> don't like integrated into him like it it was very slow and then very creepy you know when he says about the bath and he likes it cold Mm. and he's just sort of like staring and it's like a bit creepier and you can see that the mind flayer is kind of thinking and processing which i think a monster that's just a monster that you can just like shoot and kill and it can get rid of them isn't as scary as a monster that can also think and calculate the way mm. in which they're going to hurt someone. Yeah, one of my so... favourite, I guess it's a headcanon, um, about that whole thing is that Mike inadvertently gave the Mind Flayer that idea, so it kind of fits with the idea of that calculating thing, when they're talking about the idea of spying. Yeah. when it's like They're sitting on the bed, and I think he says, like, well, you can be our super spy, and then Will or... I guess it could be the mind flare at that point, because you never quite know, really, from that episode on, after he does the drawing, no. says, but what if he spies back? And it's like, well, we won't let him. 
and then we know full well then what happens past that. that that's just my personal... That's exactly yeah. what the yeah. mind flow does. Yeah. It, it, it's my personal yeah. headcanon on it. it. It's probably not true, but I, I, I like to think that it all ties together with that. Yeah. What is interesting about that, though, and I spoke to uh, you about this yesterday... Um, the idea that everything that happens to Will seems to happen on episode three. Yeah, that was mm. yeah, that was an interesting thing to notice. Yeah, so in season one, his body is found in the lake in episode three. Um, season two, that's when the possession starts um, in episode three. And then season three, everything goes wrong. That he loses his friendships, he destroys his happy place, and then feels that the mind flow is back. So... Here's looking forward mm-hmm. to season four. Anyway. Yeah, what's going to happen in uh, episode three of season four? Can't yeah. wait to find that, out. That's just a little, that's just a little, you know, I digress moment there. Anyway, <laughs> let's, should we move on to the second one? Mm-hmm. So this is the idea that Elwyn and Steve were meant to die in season one. I find this very interesting. Hmm. Elle was supposed to, like, obviously she died, died at the end. And if they hadn't been renewed for season two, it would have been that she was dead. Mm. And But then they filmed season two, or they found out they were having a season two and realised that the show didn't work without her. Mm. So imagine that they had gotten renewed for season two and thought l's gonna stay dead how would that have worked what would that have been like what would have been the impact of that mm, that's what yeah if we talk about l first yeah that is what the writers did say they went that they obviously realized that l was so important to the show so she definitely couldn't die at that point um yeah for me it's more interesting to look at them the aspect that what's going to happen to her at the end then because they did say that her dying yeah. in season one was always the end game yeah, so is she going to die? Mm. I uh, I don't know. I don't think I want her to because... I know this is also off topic, but like I don't want her to die because I feel like their family has been through... Like, is she dead? Like, she, she died, then she came back to life. Then her and Hop, mm. like, started to have a family... Like, build, like, a family, and he became her dad, and she finally had a parent that wasn't Brenner, and that was all good and then hop dies Mm. like you know like if they go through all of that and then season five ends with her dying i actually will be a bit annoyed i think they'd have to do it in a kind of like an ultimate sacrifice sense that it would have to be there is i would still hate it (laughs) i don't see my issue is more that it's predictable rather than i would hate it because i could see how it would work but, I don't know, I say it's predictable, but then Will has had something wrong with him every single season, and Will would have said that he'd be fine by that, and that that comes across mm-hmm. as predictable. So, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of the fact that someone has to die. Mm. Like, as a teenager, I was like, it's not realistic if someone doesn't die. Like, that's what happens in these situations. But, like, again, sorry, don't mean to bring up Marvel. But, like, Endgame was purely, it was a big sacrifice death. But it was also for shock value. Mm. And also, like, you, 
that I don't think, whilst I understand it, it needed to happen. And I think that with Elle, while I would understand that there would be a sacrifice of why she might be the one that needs to Mm. die, it would still annoy me, I think. And it's the same if, like, Will, Jonathan or Joyce died. Mm. I'd be like, why? Mm. Like, they've been through so much, just leave them alone. (laughs) Like, just leave them alone, you know? Mm. Like, because I think you can only go for the same family or the same person multiple times, mm. you know? It's like a five times Elle almost died and one time she did fanfic, you know? Yeah. Like, and it, I don't know, you know? No, yeah. That's that's my opinion on yeah. the deaths. No, yeah, no, I do get that. It's just, they just do seem to be following a pattern. That's my only thing. Yeah. And that when you think that the pattern isn't going to happen again... <laughs> It happens again. No. I mean, let's all consider the biggest lie of season three as we're going to give Will a break this season. And If that was a break, <laughs> I don't want to know what absolute t- turmoil is. Yeah. Do you like... see what I mean? That That's followed that pattern. And then with, even if we look at Mike and Eleven, for example, there was the idea of they were taken, they were pulled apart at the end of season one. And then we put them together in season two. And then we've pulled them apart again in season three. That, yeah. by that logic, if we're following it, they'll be back together in season four, but we pulled apart again in season five. And it'll be her death. Yeah, that's the, that is the only thing that, I don't know. But as we're talking about, it is predictable. Anyway, the implications of if they did it in season one. <laughs> yeah, that was a tangent. I forgot that's <laughs> the point we yeah. were talking about. Um... I don't know, but I suppose it works one in the same, doesn't it? That if it happens in season one or if it happens in season five, it's still going to be that same thing. I suppose if it did happen in season one, though, and there wasn't a season two, we wouldn't be... Well, one, this podcast wouldn't be here, I imagine. And two, I guess it would be more of... We would see it more from that sacrificial mindset, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I and I find it like if season two had happened, but they kept her dead, mm. what would that dynamic be? Because like, how would they close the gate? How would like, could they have gone down it where each season a different number was introduced? Mm. Like, I know that Callie was introduced in season two, but like, would they have done that where maybe Callie came to Hawkins and was part of that? And like, do you know, kind of in American Horror Story where. It's the same cast of people, mm. but different characters. That was Could originally the plan, some... wasn't it? I think, actually, that it was yeah. going to be that kind of thing. So it would still be the same people, but it would be like different pocket. I'm sure I'm not making that up. It would be literally strange things that were happening yeah. for like through the years, I want to say. So it started in the 80s yeah. and the 90s, something like that. Which maybe would have been actually quite interesting, like, mm. to go down that route and have different numbers every season, you know, so season two, Callie comes mm. into Hawkins and she's in it, and then season three, maybe it was number five, mm. you know? Like, so, I don't know, I think that would have been quite... As much as I love Elle, and I'm glad that she's in it, and I th- love the dynamic between her and Hopper and, you know, the whole situation, and I think Hopper wouldn't have become as much of a character because he would have still been in it obviously but 
I think he became such a fan favourite because of him and Eleven mm. and their like father-daughter mm. relationship. I think people really like, and then him and Joyce people really liked. And, yeah. You know, it wouldn't have that continuation the way that it has done. No, because I suppose um, that if but it Elle wasn't there in season two, then would Hopper really... I mean, I imagine Hopper would still help out Joyce with the whole Will situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there wouldn't be that yeah. kind of idea of I'm doing this because I need to cover things up. As this kind of suggested there, yeah. there isn't that there. And I presume then Will would die at the end because he would do the sacrificial ending instead. Yeah, because about because close the gate. Would close the gate. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing because the brain dies, the body, the body dies, the brain dies, the brain dies, the body dies. Yeah, because he says about the closing the gate, obviously before L was even there. So that is yeah. interesting itself. Then how would they have closed the gate? Would they have killed Will? That w- like would Will have been able? Yeah. Has Will had the power to close the gate and he just didn't share it? Don't even, don't even. <laughs> but that is the point, though. How would... I never actually considered that point. How would they have actually have closed it? Because Will technically has no idea that Eleven is coming back. No, he doesn't even think she's alive. No, he doesn't even really know her, to be honest. He's heard little bits no, from other people. No, sh- she's not in his brain of, um, oh, Eleven will come back and close the gate and yeah. fix everything. That's obviously not in his mindset no. at all. Because, I mean, the... Would killing Will then at the moment have actually done anything? Because he's technically not the mind flayer, mm. he's just the host. But then also, I suppose by that logic, he is. Yeah, so if they'd killed the same way that like killing Billy yeah. killed. But then the mind flayer was a physical entity at that point, whereas it wasn't it more of like a abstract entity before it had like because mm. in season three it builds its body, whereas in season two it was more of like a shadow. Yeah, literally the shadow monster, like dust and wind. Isn't yeah. It? So, huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know then. <laughs> I mean, that's not what happened, so we'll never know. Yeah, that is a discussion. Very interesting. For another time, I guess. <laughs> what would have happened if Steve had died in season one? So, like, Steve was actually supposed to be really horrible and we're not going to go into like too much detail but Steve was supposed to be worse than Billy mm. originally yeah. uh, if you look at the show bible like yeah if you look at the I won't say the details obviously but if you look at the pilot there is a oh not show bible pilot yes right. yes Emily is right um yes yeah, so if you look at the pilot there is a there is an interesting scene should we say which I think is meant to be in the place of the party that is in that is round Steve's, and that is all I will say on that. Yeah, um, I will just say like, don't read it. Um, like if it could upset you, it is a scene between Steve and Nancy, and it's not very nice. Yeah. So it yes, yeah. it says nothing, but also enough that you know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so just err on the side of caution. So we're not going to go too much into it. But he wasn't supposed to be a nice guy. So if that had been his character, like we wouldn't have cared if he died because he would have been absolute trash. Yeah. The only reason like I would have... his character is actually how it is now, and I believe this is what the Duffers, and I think Sean Levy has said, that it was purely because yes. Joe Keery is Joe Keery. Yeah, and he's just like an actual genuine nice guy. And... Mm he they didn't want to make him evil which 
I'm very glad they didn't do. I'm glad that Steve is the Steve that we know and love and mm. has had the growth that he's had because I wouldn't have loved that. Yeah, he's had a, um, such a great like, redemption arc, I guess you can say as well. Him. And just, yeah, we, we like Steve here. <laughs> <laughs> but do we love Steve? No, I'm kidding. Um, so if he died as the Steve we love, that would have hurt me but also like from the end of season one we liked him Mm. but he wasn't season two steve no so it would have been sad but Hmm. see that yeah that's the thing because from the pilot he is i don't know how they would redeem him from what happens in there no he wouldn't have been redeemed and i think even if he did still have that moment where he was, say, scrubbing things off the the movie theatre, the cinema, yeah. Even if he was scrubbing yeah. the stuff off of there, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still. I don't think it would have made much of a difference, and we wouldn't be thinking, oh, oh, god, no, you're you're a good egg. We we wouldn't be thinking that. God, no. no. So no, not at all. So, I don't know. It's it is an interesting thing to talk, think about because that really would change I think obviously that L dying would have changed a lot but I think yeah that Steve not being the Steve he is would have also changed an awful lot because I mean we wouldn't have had yeah what was going on in season two really it would have infected so much it would have so like let's say that he is nice Steve and he does have that redemption and the pilot doesn't happen. Like, let's say it happened exactly how season one does happen if you go and watch the show on Netflix right now. And then they're in the house. He's with Jonathan and Nancy and they're fighting the Demogorgon and he dies. Mm-hmm. That would have been, I think, a sad moment. And that would have been like a sacrificial redemption. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go back in and fight. But then, like, season two, like, Dustin wouldn't have had... That That wouldn't have happened. And then season three, like, he wouldn't have had the job. So, like, would we have known Robin? Yeah. And then that whole Starcourt situation with the Scoop Troop. Like, so much would have changed. And literally the Scoop Troop made season three for me. That mm. would have been heart-wrenching. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have known about it if we didn't have it, but... Plot twist. Steve is actually the thing that's been there all along as the... Uh big bad of season no he's been possessed he's been possessed when he went into the house he's the bad guy no No. uh what is interesting though i think thinking about season two in that way then is that the dustin and steve thing actually only happened because they thought well we need to put steve with someone (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that that is something i i guess that's a change in itself as well then that he was put with dustin out of pure convenience yeah, they weren't planning on Steve being there or necessarily being as important. And then they also weren't planning on the Dustin and Steve friendship to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone predicted that. No, I... No. If I was to say what was going to be happening in season two, I would not be thinking, I think Steve Harriton will end up best friends with Dustin Henderson. That would not be on my radar at all. No, that like that was just not something which anyone saw coming, but it was actually like one of the best things. Mm. That introduction in season three them. when um he walks into scoops and they do their stop Henderson <laughs> just oh. I remember watching How that the first time that coming out and 
when they were releasing the little clips and it gave me such joy. Just that little bit there. I just, know. Ah. Maybe this is controversial, mm. but I'd have, I'd be more sad if Steve died than You know, I think I would have too, because I think it's one of those things, I think Elle dying would have made sense. Whereas, even though Steve would have made sense, it's kind of that idea of he'd just become good to then be taken away. I I also think that I'd be more sad now if Steve died. Oh. I think if I had to make that choice, yeah. I would say L. I yeah. But I'm often wrong because I said Steve Rogers was going to die in Endgame and it was Tony Stark, so I hate everything. I think it's one of those things that, as we've said before on here, though, that if Steve's going to die at any point, it will be this season. Because he's not a season five, Jeff. Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense. No, it'll be season four, the end of season four. Yeah, if he makes it through this one, unless they are pulling a season four and five are two halves of the same whole yeah thing. like yeah possibly yeah. um a, one of the party will die this season i think uh yeah i i think so i just yeah it'll be dustin oh, i see oh i i know we've had this discussion before but i can see it i it'll be yeah. dustin if it's any of them it'll be dustin this yeah season. or as we said before, wildcard Mike, because that would be a shocker. Anyway. No, we Nancy. Nancy yeah. will be the wheeler that yeah. knows. Nancy will be the wheeler. Yeah. And yeah. So, do we think that was a good change or a bad change? Good change. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's, yeah. Speaking of Mike. Yes. Mike, originally in the Bible, had a very interesting role. Yeah, so Mike was actually supposed to go into the Upside Down. So this isn't the pilot script. So this is literally like the show Bible. So this is what they did when to say like what the premise was going to be. Um, so this was a very early on thing mm. that they changed in development. Like this wasn't in the pilot, was it? This was changed no. quite early. Um but Mike was supposed to go into the alternate dimension when it was still set in Montauk mm-hmm. and was supposed to return fine, mm-hmm. but have found, like, but had found Will, but had left Will, came back and was saying, I need some help to go back and go and get him. Mm. Which. It's very interesting. And also, I would like to see this. Me too. Mm. This is something I wish they had kept. Mm. What is interesting, actually, about the show Bible is that, like the ordinary season, it is split into the acts. So you've got Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. And the way that that maps itself out, it is very similar, in my mind anyway, to season 1, 2, and 3. And it is very much almost like they wanted to put it all in that well I mean they were planning to put it all in that one season but it's almost like they were planning yeah. to do that so which does leave it open I guess then to that still being a possibility they none of the kids have been in the upside down aside from Will and yeah 
like the adults have been both Joyce and Hopper have yeah, been. Nancy has been. Nancy has been. I suppose uh, if you count the tunnels as the upside down. Mm, yeah, I guess. Oh, and I suppose in yeah. I suppose in that moment as well, if you really want to reach, Mike finds evidence of what's going on with Will. Yeah, but he doesn't. But they know. haven't been like no in the upside down. No. So what we'll do actually, we'll tie in, I guess, the show Bible into this in general with them because there are a lot of changes from the show Bible that both did and didn't make it into the show in some um, mm-hmm. aspects. So Terry Ives, for example, um, was a local conspiracy theorist um, who wanted to essentially uncover the mystery of the show, um, which I guess we now know as Murray Bauman. Yeah, because Terry was going to be a was going to be a man. Hmm. Yeah, Terry was not going to be Elle's mother in the slightest. No. no. Um, and then the other big change then, um, apart from Terry and Mike going into the upside down, was actually the idea that the shed um, in the buyer's garden, I guess you could say, it was, was going to have a much bigger role than it ended up actually having. So we know that Will got taken from yeah. there. We know that Hopper investigated in there and something happened, but we never actually see quite what happened there. But there was this going to be this yeah. big thing with the. It's even it says in the Bible actually that Jonathan will become fixated on a supernatural tear inside his shed, and there is this thing going on there, which uh, you were saying when we were talking about this the other day actually. Then that, well, for anyone that's seen the show Dark, the um, the caves in Dark are this big focus where. There's strange... Se- I'm trying to s- explain things without spoilers because if you haven't watched Spoiling. it, you, you, need to, you need to watch it, really. Because, yeah. Um, the, the caves are this big focus and there's clearly something going on in the Winden Caves. And so it makes me wonder if they yeah. were then... If they were doing that with that. Yeah, if the shed was going to be this... Different portal. Yeah, I guess it would be the gate... Is that where the gate would be then, instead of it being in the lab? Yeah. Because I don't actually think, if I look at the, if I look to the structure section of the show Bible, there's not really a massive focus on this lab. The, there is this idea of shadowy federal no. agents, but there's no lab. So I guess the buyer's shed would be the gate. Yeah, probably, yeah. especially if there was a tear in it. Yeah, which does, of course, lead to a interesting theory concerning the buyers and why on earth is this in their shed yeah because why why will like i know we've said this before why will like why Mm. why was that a thing you know yeah that there is this big thing with it that a lot of people think maybe he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time but i don't know it might for me it feels like there is something behind it there are too many parallels between the fact that yeah. joyce can yeah interact as exactly. well there's too many parallels between l and will and then even sarah hopper's daughter has the same doll there are so many there's moments like that and it's just yeah it's just too convenient that i don't know i hope that if this in the show bible does happen at any point that 
this idea of this deeper connection like, to me it reads as a deeper connection with this family i really hope that yeah i really hope it comes to fruition in the future and i think that that was that was present from the get-go wasn't it like even from literally like the outline and plan of the show mm. that was mm. the case yeah so the fact that it was always the buyers mm. Yeah, that, that that's that's the thing. And in actually the pilot itself, that Elle was unnamed for the majority of that. Yeah. yeah. But there is this still this real focus on the buyers and this tear in the shed and weird things happening that could get it's not graphic, but it gets slightly icky. The obviously Elle bleeds from her nose, but there's a lot of things about bleeding from the ears and all of that thing around around this shed. So there is surely some kind of real strong there is this real strong supernatural thing going on there. Yeah. I mean I think we could do a whole podcast episode about why Elle bleeds. Oh yeah, we definitely could. Like <laughs> what that is and why the numbers have that that because there's definitely not something right there that's definitely something that's impacting within the show bible anyway that it was very much linked to that supernatural it was very much linked to the i think it was called the nether at this point but within the show it seems to suggest it's more of a it's more of a psychological telekinesis scenario thing so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe there is still that connection to the upside down with all the numbers then. Maybe there's something along those lines or maybe it's simply a change that's been made. I would have liked to have seen what Mike would have been like if he had gone into the upside down though. I think mm. that would have been quite interesting. And it also shows, it also is like a thing, an emphasis on their friendship that he's the one that went in to go and find him. Yeah. That is something, though, actually, that was there a little bit in season one. There was a cut scene, which I think was eventually put into season two. Um, So the scene where um, Mike is doing that speech to Will in the shed, there was something originally going to be in season one, which is very similar, that after Will's body was found, Mike was going to have this whole scene riding home on his bike and just a single tear falling from his eye and um, so yeah i think looking at it from that aspect if they'd kept that scene in and he had gone into the upside down then it really would have i think you, you know it, it would have really shown some kind of bond and i've also given more to mike's character that and really yeah it would have set him It would have set in stone who he is, I think, and it would have given him more grounding rather than a character that is in relationship with someone that can do things with their mind. I really wish that they'd kept that in. I think that would have had a lot, like, to say about Mike, I think. Mm-hmm. Because we do see that as Mike's character. We do see parts of that in Mike's character. We definitely do. Like, his determination mm-hmm. to find Will and his determination for Elle to be safe. And we do see it. But I do think that because of his relationship with Elle, a lot of things become a bit... Like, he 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 doesn't seem to have the ability to multi-focus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he focuses so much on Will on in season two 
and then L comes back and then you'd see that he loses that focus. And I know he's a teenager and they're going through a lot, mm. but I just sort of feel like his character gets a bit mm. like lost in who he is because of certain things and mm. I would have liked to have seen this, I think. Yeah. I guess it did that scene then get reused with Nancy? Possibly. Yeah, I guess that's that's what they yeah. would have turned it into then, that it would have been when Nancy and Jonathan are... They're looking for mm-hmm. Will at that point, aren't they? I think they're looking for evidence yeah. that the Demogorgon has been here, or what they think... Well, they yeah. don't know it's the Demogorgon at that point, but they're, they're looking for something, aren't they? But they know it's something. Yeah, and then Nancy goes instead, so I guess it would be that, but I, I do agree, though. I think it would have been more interesting if it had been Mike. Just... Yeah. Yeah. That's a change I would have liked. I'd have liked yes. that. I, I would have liked that change. I think that's that is a that's a change I would have approved of. It is interesting to look at the whole thing of when it was going to be Montauk and it was going to be this thing, and, and obviously it is based on MK Ultra and and that situation. But like the fact that it was actually literally going to be called Montauk, it was going to be set in New York. Mm-hmm. There was going to be these conspiracy theorists and there was going to be this whole situation i think i mean that could be a a whole different show Mm. like they could do that but make it like have a separate show like the duffer brothers could absolutely use information from their plot of montauk and create something different because it there are whilst the characters were the same there are there is enough differences i think that if they had a new cast of characters they could work through it Mm. and um I just think it would have, whilst I love Stranger Things and I'm glad that it's Stranger Things that we got, mm. I do really find the concept of the Montauk show really interesting mm. and what we would have gotten if they'd stuck to the original mm. script and the original plan. Yeah, if people haven't read the show Bible, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people will have read at this point, but if you haven't, just have a read of it. Cause it one, the, the way they've laid it out and the way they're pitching it is Cool. It is really cool and it's amazing. And they've got all these different film inspiration pictures and it's just... It, it's it's even got a price in the top right-hand corner, which I approve of. Um, but just seeing where, where... I guess where the lines between Montauk and Stranger Things blur, it's really interesting because it's... As you said, it's, it's similar. And you can tell that Stranger Things is in there. But at the same time... Yeah. It's. I, I'm always intrigued to know what would have happened if they went down that other path. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely. Would it have been as successful? I don't know. Everyone loves a good conspiracy theory. That, that is true. That is true. It also makes me wonder if they weren't allowed to do it. Yeah, that is... I think we've spoken about this on here before, that it's... Obviously, Montauk is a... It is a place and is a a big... There yeah. is a government facility there. Yeah, it, it yeah. is a big thing to a lot of people. And Camp Hero actually is where Will would have lived or pretty much lived in the show, like right near Camp Hero. So yeah. people are always suspecting that strange things <laughs> um, are happening there. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got it in. Roll the credits. Um, <laughs> do you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... We, we did a whole episode on it, if you missed that episode on uh, MKUltra and the Montauk Project. But whilst MKUltra is confirmed, the Montauk Project isn't 100%, but it is very real to lots of people that do live in New York and that do say that they were 
experimented on there and these things were real. So I don't know. We'll never know if they weren't allowed to do it because they were told they couldn't because they probably will also have been told that they weren't allowed to say that that's why they weren't allowed to do it. Yes, um, and they may have got sued. Because what is a... <laughs> yeah. Because they could be suggesting, you know, if you if you use MK Ultra, we know MK Ultra was real. Whereas if you suggest that the people at Montauk were doing these horrible things, mm. and they claim mm. that they didn't, because that's what they do say, mm. you can get in trouble for like, was it like defamation of of character? It's yeah, something of character, something along those lines, and just saying that they did something that they didn't. So. Mm. Whilst, you know, we love a good conspiracy theory, when something is just a conspiracy theory and it's sort of someone's word against... I, personally, wouldn't be surprised mm. if it was a real thing. Mm. But I'm also... I, I don't know. But I know that for many people they were really affected and it was real for them and I don't know why that would be something that you'd, like, make up. Um but ultimately it's frustrating because if they say they didn't do it and the government claim it's not a thing, you're not going to know because they are very clever at covering things. Yeah, it's one of the things as well that unlike MKUltra, you can't type in on these at CIA websites. That You can't type it in there, you can't put in one talk no. and nothing comes up. So it would be very much... No. It's very much people's word against... The government that's versus them, isn't it? I guess, thing? yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So. And unfortunately, when that's the case, the government tends to win. There you go. On that cheery <sighs> so, note, though, yeah, I... <laughs> what would you, our question of the week, what would you have liked to see happen in the show? Whether it's something we've spoken about or is there anything else that you think it would have been cool if they did that? Mm. I, what about you, Emily? What would you like to see in the show? Oh, I see. If we talk about ones that we know are confirmed changes, I think I would have liked to see that Bob scene. I just... <laughs> not because it's graphic or anything like that. No, no, no. And not even the fact that we know the, who my favourite character is. But just purely because I think it would have been such a twist moment. And I think it would have... It would have made things so dark. And I would have been so yeah, intrigued to see how how they would play that out like we said that would he just go to school and just be like hey guys i don't know what's happened to bob or <laughs> going? would he run away into a forest and i who knows what like what it would have affected so much i think it would have been really interesting to see that play out what about you yeah i would like to see more aspects of conspiracy theory mm. i think that would be quite cool but i like a good conspiracy theory but i'd like to see like that discussion and stuff that the government are hiding. Mm. Wow. Let us know. <laughs> I think it I just think it would be interesting, yeah. like if you see the stuff that hide like that was one of the things that I loved about Secret Cinema, mm. which I cannot go into too much detail about. But um we found out a couple things about the Hawkins government mm. and the stuff that they knew way before season one was even a thing. And I liked mm. that because that gave a lot of dimension to lots of things. Mm, definitely. And I think, okay, that's interesting because 
oh my god, there's so much corruption in like councils. <laughs> it's like I'd like to see more of that other than just look, they're in a lab doing experiments because the people in that lab doing those experiments were not the only people in that lab, were not the only people that knew about the fact that those experiments were being done. Mm. You know, there's a chain of command there. There's a chain of people doing it. Mm. And you can't, you you need to figure out who and why. And, you know, the lab's gone and Brenner's gone Mm. from what we know, but there's so many other people that would have been involved somehow. Someone would have had to give Brenner those orders. That it wouldn't just be Brenner one Mm -hmm. day, presuming, going... You know what? Let let's do this. Someone would have had to give him that idea. Because he to works do it. for the government. Yeah. This is the thing. He works for the government. So who's there above him? And then also like, who does he know that has ties in Vietnam that can just kill people and get people enlisted? Mm. And like, th- there's so much involved. And I mean, I I do like conspiracy theories, and I like reading about conspiracy theories, and I definitely do not trust everything I'm told all the time. But that does it does interest me that they can do things like that and essentially get away with it so yeah i'd like to see some more conspiracy theories i'd like to see murray and yeah but i think we'll see that in season four to be honest yeah i think so and i think especially if there's this idea that it was going back to the beginning where it all started so it's been deep rooted since the beginning i think we are going to go i think we will go about conspiracy and just something along those lines i think it, it will happen. It yeah. will. It will happen. So, you can catch up with us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, and Google Podcast, as well as our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hawkins Podcast. It'll be a fun time. Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of the Hawkins Do Coffee Podcast. We will see you next week. Over and out. Hawkins.